Welcome to Bangalore Revival Center. This week we have Pastor Stephen Samuel bringing the word on how to leave a legacy that will bless our physical and spiritual families. Let's be receptive as the word comes. Amen. 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 Can we lift our Bibles up in the air if you've got your Bibles to church this morning? And confess this together with me. Are you ready? Yes. yes? This is God's word. This is God's word. This is God speaking to me. I am who God says I am. I can do what God says I can do. I am blessed, healed, delivered, prosperous, child of God. I believe His word, receive His word, and live by His word. Christ is my master. To Him I am. In absolute surrender. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So I want to greet all of you in Jesus' name. And I want to greet the entire leadership team here, Pastor Priji and all of the pastors here. Such a joy to be in this house. Uh, you know, talking about the, you know, just sharing some statistic. Uh, the last time I traveled, I mean, rather, I spoke outside my church was just before COVID, Jan 2020. It was uh, one of the Revive Nations churches in Bombay, Pastor Derek's meeting. And it's exactly after two years that I'm actually preaching the first time outside of my church after COVID. So praise God that we can travel again and we can, you know, meet each other again. How many of you believe God has a word for you this morning? Amen. I believe God has a word for me. Can we just worship for five more minutes? And I believe even before I preach, God is going to imprint something on your hearts. Amen. And as I preach, God will just confirm that to you. Amen. Amen. You know, it's, it's impossible for us to come into God's presence and go back changed. Like Pastor Sijo was saying, if we are hungry... We will go back with something this morning. Amen. Amen. So can we just close our eyes for a minute? If you want to stand up, you can stand. Just worship and just, just ask him for more this morning. Tell him that, Lord, I want to go back with something that will change my life this morning. I don't want to go back the way I came in this morning. Jesus. If you've come here this morning with burdens, can I ask you to just lift your hand up and just give those burdens to the Lord? Jesus. Just give your burdens to the Lord. Jesus. If you can just close your eyes and just give your burdens to the Lord. Just worship. I just hear the Lord say that God is rebuilding 
some areas of some of your lives. There's this divine rebuilding happening. We worship you. Come on, just cry out and ask him for more. Just ask him for more. We give you praise. I will give you all my worship. I will give you all my praise. You alone, I love. Can we worship Him with everything that we have? I will give you all my worship. I will give all my I long to worship. I just feel God's tangible presence in this place. I don't know about you. Esu ennum nallaven Innaleyum ennum ennum Annyenallaven The song in Malayalam means He's good all the time. Yesterday, today and forever He's good. I want you to hear this song and sing it over your life. That He's good, He's good, He's good. If you look back, he's good. If you look right now, he's good. Ennum nallaven, Yesu ennum nallaven, Innaleyum ennum ennum annyen allaven. Your name is like honey, 
everything Lord in us let it be your possession
you know if you're hungry this morning i just need to preach for 5 minutes and it will change your life i just feel like this morning we're reaching a place where our everything will belong to him Father, this morning as a church, we cry out that you are our everything, and everything that belongs to us belongs to you, Lord. So we open up everything that you've given us: our wallets, our time, our lives, our career, our ministry, everything, Lord, and we give it to you. We thank you for your presence in this is in this house, Lord. and where your presence is there is freedom where there is light no darkness can dwell lord this morning where there is the holy spirit no evil spirit can stay this morning lord because your name is the name above all names lord so this morning in the name of jesus the most powerful name on earth and in heavens we crush under our feet everything that rises up against us that rises up against our lives our marriages our future our church our our ministries we crush everything that rises up against it in the name of jesus lord i want to pray for those who are reeling under debts i pray supernatural debt clearance I pray for those who are struggling to pay credit card bills I pay the I pay in Jesus name those bills off in the name of Jesus right now supernaturally I pray debt clearance lord There's somebody here you've been you've been struggling with a headache it's more on the forehead If you are that person I want you to just put your hand on your forehead right now This especially happens when you're worried when you think a lot and I just know God's healing you of that headache right now I pray for those two people Lord thank you for you've already healed them Lord Lord I just pray that your grace will abound this morning. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. 
Let's turn this morning to 2 Kings chapter 13 verse 21. This morning I believe God wants to teach you and God wants to send you out as people, as men and women who will not merely exist on this planet earth but who will leave a legacy. You know, I, I was speaking to the father of this house and he was telling me that the word for your church this year is diligence. Diligence. And I believe that the diligent will leave a legacy on this earth. Which means that even after your days on this earth are over, your legacy will live on. If you have the gift of tongues, I encourage you to pray in tongues as we hear the word. I want you to engage with the word. I believe the diligent will leave a legacy. And this word is not just for Pastor Priji or Pastor Rashmi or you know the leaders of this house. This word is for everyone who is bought by the blood of Jesus. That my life on earth is not just merely for existence where I live 80 years, make some money, leave some inheritance for my children and die. My life is for leaving a legacy. You know, a few years ago when we were visiting Nagaland, they took me to a, a, a place where there was an inscription. And it was written here, you know, basically it was written that here sleeps or here is buried the father of this land, the man who gave his life for that land. Which means it could be hundreds of years since he died. But his legacy and his life still lives on. And this morning, that is God's word and vision for each of you. That even if Onikachi would die, his legacy would live. And this morning, I see a grace to create legacy. You know, you are like a magnet who attracts grace. In the new covenant, you are a magnet. That's why the Bible says out of his fullness, he's given you grace upon grace. And that's why the Bible says God is able to make all grace abound towards you. And this morning, I believe God's releasing a grace where you will leave a legacy. Where people will see the school that you've established and say, this is how a Christian school should look like. I just feel there is somebody in this place who wants to establish a school. You might be feeling that it looks impossible. But I believe that's going to be your legacy. Everybody say legacy. Everybody say, I'm not going empty handed from this earth. I am going to leave a legacy for my children and their children and their children for my physical and spiritual children I declare that I am going to leave a legacy how many of you feel that grace this morning over your life that you're being transitioned into a lifestyle where you will leave a legacy 
second kings chapter 13 verse 21 so it was as they were burying a man that suddenly they spied a band of raiders and they put the man in the tomb of elijah everybody say this with me they put the dead man in the tomb of elijah everyone say they put the dead man in the tomb of elijah when the man was let down and touched the bones of elijah he revived and stood on his feet elijah had such a thick legacy that even his grave was full of his anointing can you imagine if each of us can determine this day that lord i want to be so full of you that even when people pass by my grave they would be revived that my life will continue to live even when i have disappeared in my physical body of this earth This is the legacy I believe God wants to release into your life. Not the legacy of telling your children just before you die that listen I have left 1 crore in the bank for you. I have left 100 million dollars in the bank for you. Use it buy a good car, you know, live in a good house. <laughs> How many of you want to tell your children on the deathbed that you know what? If anyone ever wants healing just walk past my grave i am going there with so much of god in my body that if ever you were to send someone just drive by my grave they would come back to life i'm here to tell you that this life is worth living because each of you has the power to create a legacy It doesn't matter what your age is. It doesn't matter how old you are. Come on say this with me. They put the dead man Come on say it like people who are alive. They put the dead man in the tomb of Elijah. And when the dead man touched the bones of Elijah, he revived and stood on his feet. I want you to imagine yourself as the Elisha of this generation. I want you guys to I know this is a very scary thing to tell you. But I want you to for a, for just for 30 seconds envision your grave. Is it possible? Don't be afraid of death. How many of you are afraid of death? I'm not afraid of death. I want you to envision your end. That this is how I want my end to be. that my bones would have enough power to bring a dead man back to life that's the legacy that i want to die for that's the legacy that i want to live for you know i i work with young people you know somebody was sharing the other day about the example of the israelites you know carrying bricks as slaves how many of you know that story All Sunday school children do you know that story 
were they carrying bricks or cement what were they carrying bricks the slaves were busy carrying bricks what do, what do the bricks symbolize materialism so either you say amen or you say no man okay i'm okay if you don't agree with me everybody say amen everybody say no man so if you don't agree with me just shout a no man i will still love you amen you know when they were slaves they were busy carrying bricks one one of my greatest fears about our generation is that we are becoming materialistic we think that is our legacy but i'm here to tell you that the real legacy is the legacy of the spirit that's why when a sick man went to the apostles the apostles said silver and gold i have none what i have i give to thee in the name of jesus rise up and walk which means my legacy is not how much i have on my google pay account today my legacy is not about what i carry in my wallet today it's in the spirit my legacy is what i can transfer in the spirit to my children my spiritual children my physical children that years down the line they would say that my dad couldn't give me much money but he gave me a legacy my dad couldn't buy me a car but he gave me a legacy and i'm here to tell you that every step that you take on this planet earth is a determinant in the legacy that you're going to create tomorrow every step every step let's go to the book of hebrews team can you please put up hebrews chapter 7 verse 9 hebrews chapter 7 verse 9 the nasb don't worry i'm not preaching on tithing okay your pastor has not asked me to preach on tithing so don't worry i'm still preaching on legacy okay and so to speak through abraham even levi who received tithes has paid tithes the next word hebrews 7:10 for although levi was in born yet everyone say levi was in born yet the seed from which he came was in abraham's body when melchizedek collected tithe from him which means when abraham gave his tithe it was not just considered to be his tithe or isaac's tithe it was even considered to be his great grandson's tithe are you getting it in the spirit which means when when pastor onikachi goes into his room and says this much of my earnings belongs to god he's not just giving for himself he is giving on behalf of his children and their children and their children 
which means when Pastor Sijo wakes up and says, I am going to give the rest of my life for the service of Jesus. I'm going to keep my career away. I'm going to serve Jesus. He's not just raising a lifestyle for himself. He is raising a lifestyle that his children and their children will inherit. That's the power of your decisions. That's the power of every step that you take on planet earth. That's what the Bible says. Levi was in Abraham's body. Another version says, Levi was inside Abraham's loins. Your giving today impacts your legacy tomorrow. What you do today is creating a legacy for your children, their great-grandchildren. Every sacrifice that you're making today, every, every lifestyle decision that you're making today, it's not just for Priji Vergis, it's for Zahal, it's for her children and their children. That is the power you carry. You're not merely on earth to exist. You are here to create a legacy. You are here to create a generation that will stand up for God. If ever you have asked this question, what on earth am I here for? The Lord is answering you to create a legacy. When Abraham gave his tithes, it was considered to be Levi's tithes. I don't want to live. You need to live. Because you have a seed inside you that needs to live. There are children waiting for you to live so that they can be delivered tomorrow. There are children waiting for you to win today so that they can be victorious tomorrow. So if ever you've been suicidal, I want to break that cycle in Jesus' name and prophesy over you that you have a legacy. If ever you ask this question, what on earth am I here for? I want you to tap your heart and tell yourself, I am here to create a legacy. Can everybody start visualizing and imagining God wants you to use His word and visualize your future. God wants you to use His word and imagine your future. I'm not here to waste time, neither are you here to waste time. We are here to receive God's word and do something with the word. Thank you, Lord. Come on. What you are doing today is determining the lifestyle your children will inherit tomorrow. So beautiful. If you were to die today, I want to ask you, what would you give to your children? 1 Corinthians 11.23, again, I'm not preaching on communion, okay? For I pass on to you what I received from the Lord Himself. How many of you have seen those? I, I know you guys don't watch movies, but you know, before, before you came to Christ, how many of you have seen a movie? Especially a Hindi movie. Uh, when you just smile at me, I don't understand. You have to lift your hands up. 
I don't know if BRC has a secret language. Like, what does that smile mean? You do. Have you seen those, you know, old Hindi movies where the father is about to drop dead and he just signs that document and gives to his son and says, this is what I'm going to give you. You've seen? The rest of you do go watch all these kind of stuff. It's not there on Netflix. And this is what Paul says, I pass on to you what I received from the Lord himself. I want you to stretch your hands towards your children. If you're not married, we'll get you married. Don't worry. If you don't plan to get married, we'll get you spiritual children. Just stretch your hands. By faith, I want you to stretch your hands towards your children, their children, their grandchildren, spiritual and physical both. And say this, I pass on to you what I received from the Lord himself. Which means Paul says, listen, I don't have a lot of money. I don't have a lot of wealth. I don't have a lot of materialistic things that I can give you. But today, I want to pass on to you that which I received from the Lord himself. On the day I die, this is what I want to tell my children that this is all I have to give you what I received from the Lord I want you to visualize that kind of a life where you run, live, breathe for a spiritual legacy that you can give your children everyone say this I pass on to you Come on, prophesy this on your children. I pass on to you that which I have received from the Lord Himself. Mind you, I'm not against materialistic blessings. I'm someone who believes that they are supposed to follow us. We're not supposed to run after them. But what has more weight and value is things of the Spirit. And what is it that he's passing on? What is he talking about after this verse? Everybody knows this, right? He's talking about the sacrifice of Jesus. Which means Paul says, if there is one thing that I can pass on to you as my legacy, is the legacy of sacrifice. The legacy of living the life of sacrifice. I just feel God is this morning stirring some of your hearts to go up on the altar. You know, I was, I was talking to some Hebrew scholars a few weeks ago and they said that some of the Jewish scholars actually believe that Isaac may have been as old as 33 years. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not a theologian to prove things right or wrong. Even if he was not 33, imagine he was as old as Izzy. How old is he? Do you think he's going to stay on the altar? Do you think a child as bubbly and powerful as Izzy, even if he was just five years old, would he stay on the altar? 
kids would just run away but abraham set a legacy before isaac that isaac was ready to follow that he was ready to yield i feel like this morning there is a grace upon this house that each of you would be men and women of legacy you would not be just ordinary church members coming to warm the seats or give you attendance you are coming here because god is raising a generation through brc that will leave a legacy that 100 years down the line you might have died but your life will continue to live and this morning because of what jesus finished on the cross there's no excuse everybody say there's no more excuse declare this all my generational curses were broken on the cross Jesus interfered in my lineage Jesus interfered in my lineage and gave me a new lineage Let's turn to Romans chapter 1 verse 3 and 4 How many of you give excuses sometimes Look at me Do you say pastor it's in my family I know rest of you are directly from you know your grandchildren of David and you know you're from that lineage but some of us struggle How many of you have ever said this problem exists in my family everybody gets angry so I also get angry That's a nice cushion that we sleep on right but because of Jesus no excuses now You cannot give that excuse There was a blood transfusion that happened in your body You cannot give excuse. Come on, somebody read it for me. Concerning his son Jesus, who was born of the seed of David, according to the flesh. Everybody say according to the flesh. Jesus was the son of David. Right? So in the flesh, Jesus was the son of David. <coughs> Which means as much as David was a man after God's heart, He was also a murderer. He was also a rapist. Are you understanding? Can you understand the the, the legacy that Jesus inherited in the flesh? He could have given excuses. This is how my grandfather was. In the flesh, he was the son of David. Which means in the flesh you're the son of Mr. Wergis. In the flesh I am the son of Mr. Samuel. But that's not an excuse for me. Next word. Because he was declared to be the son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. which means in the flesh he was the son of david but by the spirit of god he was declared as the son of god that's why the bible says he has transferred us from the kingdom of darkness to the domain of his son jesus 
this morning we have no excuses because Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit has now given us the rights to call ourselves sons of God which means that now I inherit the legacy of Jesus I just feel like this morning God wants to empower the church and send them out empower them through the finished work of Jesus making you realize that now you have sonship in God everyone say no more excuses no more excuses I am a son of God I just feel this morning God wants to empower you so that when your life on this earth is over people would talk about you and one of the traps that a lot of children of God fall into is the trap of materialism we think that our legacy is materialistic but I'm here to tell you that our legacy is spiritual and we don't have to do it with our own strength we have the power of the Holy Spirit in us and that's why the Bible says that he will make all grace abound towards us not some all grace I'm going to share one last story and wind up today Judges 11 1 Judges chapter 11 verse 1 now Jephthah the Gileadite was a mighty man of valor but he was the son of a harlot so no excuses everybody say no excuses he was the son of a harlot but who was he how does the Bible conclude about his life he was a mighty man of war The next scripture, Judges chapter 12, verse 7 to 10. How many of you know the, about the judges? Everybody knows the judges? So after Jephthah came, Ibzan. Okay, so Jephthah judged Israel for six years and he died. Okay, but he was called as a mighty man of war. The next one. And after him came Ibzan. Everybody say Ibzan. Next, everyone see his legacy. He had 30 sons and gave away 30 daughters in marriage and brought in 30 daughters from elsewhere for his sons. He judged Israel for seven years. So all that he did for those seven years when he was supposed to be a judge over Israel was to conduct 60 weddings. How many weddings? 60 weddings in seven years which means 10 weddings in a all of you passed your maths everybody anybody who failed in maths at 10 standard <laughs> 10 marriages in a year which means one marriage every month Look for the caterer, look for the decorators, what all? Look for the makeup artist, 
look for the dahej you know if you understand what dahej means look for the car he would have gifted something to all his children materialism trapped him he was so busy in his materialistic things that he could not leave a legacy for the next generation are you telling me that jetha was irresponsible i'm sure he had children i'm sure he got them married but that was not his focus his focus was spiritual the reason many people fail to leave a legacy is we are so bound and trapped in materialism that we forget that the things of the spirit have more power and more impact and influence than things of the natural and abraham gave his tithe and it was considered to be levi's tithe this morning i believe god wants to convict our hearts that everything we do today has an impact on our children and their children and their children this morning can i ask you to rise up can i ask you to just stretch your hands before god and tell him that lord i don't want to just live a normal life on this earth i just don't want to live like ibzan do some materialistic things and go away one day i want to do great exploits i want to be known as a mighty man of war i want to be known as a woman who left a legacy for her children and their children like how hannah would go to the house of god day after day day after day in the midst of her barrenness and left a legacy that samuel inherited this morning you might be feeling barren but as you keep coming to the house of god year after year month after month day after day you are setting up a legacy that your children are going to inherit nothing that you do today is in vain and you don't have to do it by your own strength because my bible says he will make all grace abound towards you oh jesus come on i want you to have a conversation with god it's between you and god it's between the holy spirit and you and i believe this word is not just for each of you it's even for me Father I want to thank you for these precious people. Lord I know that they're not going to just end their lives as IT professionals or pastors or musicians. When they end their lives Lord I declare that they will be men and women who would have left a legacy even inside their tomb Lord. That their lives would carry so much impact that even after they die their legacy would live on lord
I want each of you to visualize and imagine you giving a legacy to your children. I want you to imagine you telling them that I give you what I received from the Lord. Lord, I pray that you'll raise up a generation, Lord. A generation that will leave a legacy that India will be proud of, Lord. And I just feel like some of you are going to leave a legacy even in your marketplaces. That people would look at their lives and say, this is how you should run a business. That Christian man, he taught us how to run a business. That some of, some of you after your lives, people would look back and say, this is how a school principal should be. I want to be like that Christian man who was the principal of that school. I just know that God is ministering to each of you on a personal basis right now. And as we partake of the communion, like Paul said, I hand over to you what I received from the Lord. The greatest legacy that we have inherited is the legacy of sacrifice. That each of us would determine today that I will be a living sacrifice, Lord. Lord, I thank you for you not sending them empty-handed. You're sending them with the grace to influence, to impact, and to leave a legacy for their children and their great-grandchildren. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. We hope you were blessed with this prophetic word. If you would like to be part of our anchor group, sign up on dreamingrevival.com/ag. God bless you, and we will see you next week.